0: Hello, my dear friend welcome one more time to another episode of the series the bible study from the letter to the romans written by the apostle paul this is our episode number 29 and we are reading today the chapter number 10 verses 16 through 19. i'm so excited to share this with you and i would like to invite you to go to our website bchurch.us I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church Odessa. And from there, from the website, you will be able to go, whether it's to the podcast, if you just want to listen to the previous episodes or any of any of our posts there. And also you will be able to go to the YouTube channel, the Vimeo channel, the Facebook page, wherever it is where you want to listen or watch the previous episodes. I'm honored that you are investing time with us today. So we are going to read today from the easy to read version. And um, I would like to pray. Father, please guide us through this study. Talk to us, Lord, through your beautiful word. In Jesus name, amen. All right, but let me read for you. Verse 16, but not all the people accepted that good news. Isaiah said, Lord, who believed what we told them? So faith comes from hearing the good news. And people hear the good news when someone tells them about Christ. But I ask, did those people not hear the good news? Yes, they heard, as the scriptures say. Their Their voices went out all around the world. Their words went everywhere in the world. Verse 19. Again I ask, did the people of Israel not understand? Yes, they did understand. First, Moses says this for God, I will use those who are not really a nation to make you jealous. I will use a nation that does not understand to make you angry. Ha! (laughs) This is an interesting portion of the scripture that I would like to reflect about with you. Before anything, let's talk about the, the source of all these words, the source of all these letters, the source of everything, which is the good Lord God Almighty. The Lord God loves his creation. The Lord God loves us human beings. He created us, and the Lord God has been pouring out His love, His mercy, His word, His precepts, His uh, commandments, His guidelines, His rules, His word upon us forever. And with His word, His faith, His love, everything. And if you wonder, why is that? The answer is because He loves us. The Lord God loves you. And the Lord God loves you and loves everybody else on this planet, currently, past, and future. The Lord God is love. And He always has been interested in developing a relationship with every human that he has created. Unfortunately, not all people respond well to God. You know very well that there are individuals that, uh, let's say by nature, (laughs) it is their personality. They are sweet, they are kind. And also you see kids that from their very little age, very, very, uh, let's say, Four five years old, you start to see some reactions in their character, right? And some people just change for different things that happened. At some point, every person, you and I, everyone has the opportunity to decide what kind of person you want to be. Of course, there are incidents, there are factors to consider, like uh, for example, your your parents' home. The fact that you have a dad or you don't have a dad that you are being raised by your grandparents or not those factors will affect you but at the end everyone is going to come to a point where everyone must have must make a decision about god about the lord god have you made that decision already do you believe him or not do you believe in him All creation, from the very beginning, regardless in which part of the planet we have been created, regardless of the context, again, the traditions, and many other factors around us, all of us, we have been blessed by having life. And the Lord God always has been attempted to reach out to all of us, his creation with one message. What is that message? That He loves us. But for some reason, is a very strange reason, all of us humans, we have trouble to accept love coming from God because we can't see Him. And sometimes we cannot even grasp the concept of God. Well, the truth is, Among all the people, among all his creation, the Lord, of course, who has been reaching out constantly from day one till the last day of our lives, has noticed that some people respond much better to him than others. It's a fact, whether it's because of personality wise or the other factors, you know, affect you. Being raised, for instance, in a loving home, will make you a person probably more uh, sensitive. But if you are raised, for instance, in a foster home because your parents were out of the picture and you were mocked and beat up and bullied all your life, more likely you are going to be a tough person. You know, you you just kind of uh, adjust to the environment. But regardless, the lord god keeps sending you signals he keeps sending his love to you to everybody and when he has seen the great response from some individuals he decided to get closer to them and that is the beginning of this whole process that we understand as christianity and the bible because the lord one day decided to to talk closer and closer to one guy who was pretty old at that point, but he was getting used to hear that voice. He was getting used to having that communication with, with the Lord God. And his name was Abram. He was uh, married with Sarai. They lived in an area called Ur, which today is more, more or less where Iraq is. And this guy, Abraham, he got used to that kind of communication, receiving receiving those signals from God, you know, something. And then finally, he, he was able to listen to what the Lord was telling him. That is the beginning of our, our Christianity today, because Abraham heard the voice of God in his heart. He knew it was God talking to him, and he believed in him. And he obeyed him. So years later, through Abraham and and his descendants, eventually the Lord Jesus was born, which through the whole reading of the scriptures, we understand that he was the Messiah. He was the one who came to save the world. All those descendants of Abraham's Abraham, Abraham, which name was changed to Abraham, they they were many, many of them, many nations and different uh, (laughs) occupations. And some of them, they were prophets and they wrote what the Lord was telling them to write. And among those, for instance, Isaiah, he wrote uh, many chapters talking about the Messiah that will come one day and from the Lord Jesus Christ from now. What we have seen is the Christianity growing and expanding throughout history and throughout the whole world. So the same desire that the good Lord had way before Abram and the times of Noah and Adam and all of them, the same desire that the Lord had with the prophets, with Isaiah and Jeremiah. The same desire that the Lord had in the times of the Apostles. Matthew, Mark, John. The same desire that the Lord had in the times of Paul, the writer of the letter of Romans, is the same desire that the Lord has still today. And he will have the same desire always. What is that desire? To establish a relationship with his creation. Although the Lord sees his creation as a group, his relationship is personal. Although the the Lord has a plan for us, humankind, the Lord has a plan for you. A very specific, specific plan for you. And he talks to you in a very specific way. And you know it. And like Abraham, Abraham, or David, or Isaiah, or Paul, myself, and many others, past, present, and future, we all have the the decision. We need to make the decision. Am I going to believe in him? Am I going to trust him? Am I going to believe the good news or not? So Paul is writing in this passage something that has to do with prophecy, but it has to do mainly with uh, with two things one thing is what is God's desire and his desire is that he will be talking with you all the time he wants to be many things for you but one of those things he wants to be your best friend he wants to be your best friend what is what you do with your best friend you talk about what about everything you hang out with your best friend you just cannot wait to share with your best friend anything that happened whether it's in in your work or your career or your health or your family You, you like to talk with your best friend it's what you do and of course when you are concerned you talk to your best friend and you are hoping somehow that your best friend will help you to find a solution or explain to you the the situation because sometimes you get confused. Many things the Lord wants to be with you and to do with you, but this is one thing that you need to appreciate is the Lord's desire to become your best friend. Meaning that he wants to talk with you. He wants to hang out with you. He wants to have communion. And that is possible, my friend. Even when we we are not doing what is right. Because sometimes we don't do what is right. The Israelites, the people of Israel. As descendants of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob is the grandson of Abraham, whose name was changed to Israel. From them, the 12 tribes and on and on. Israelites, Jews, some people call them, the Jewish people. Of course, they were and are and will be always special for the good Lord because it was Abraham, the one who paid special attention to the Lord when he wanted to reach out, searching for someone able to believe in him. Indeed, the Lord has a special um, love, I will say, There is a special place in the Lord's heart for the Israelites. But don't get confused thinking that because they are descendants of Abraham, they have a free ticket. (laughs) That's not the case. Let's suppose you have uh, in your town a family that that they do great things for everybody. This guy, the, the head of the family is a fantastic person great moral values, very loving and giving to the community, helps everybody. He has uh, good money, good business. All the employees are happy with him, and most everybody in his family are good people, and and people love that family, Okay, Let's suppose that for a moment. But uh, the fact that he is a good guy and most his family is cleaning nice. That doesn't mean that everybody in the family is like that. So what would the sheriff do or the police would do if someone member of that family is breaking the law? You know what is gonna happen. There is no way this person is gonna get away with that. the, the law, will be respected, and in fact, this guy, the old guy, the head of that family, he will be the first one saying, I'm sorry, son, daughter, nephew, niece, whatever, brother, I'm sorry, but I respect the law, I expect that you respect the law, and you know what I think about those who do not respect the law, so go and spend some days there to think about that. But please help me, I will, when you get out, but now you have to go through that. I give you the scenario to, as an illustration, to help you understand that with Israelites it's something like that. Although they are part of God's family and the Lord wants to bless them and give them many, many things, if they are not doing what is right, if they, which many of them, reject the Lord Jesus, and they they even tell jokes about the Lord Jesus, and. They believe lies about the Lord Jesus. If they don't respect the Lord Jesus. There is no way that the good Lord will say, it's okay. You don't worry about that. You are just part of my family. That's all right. You understand? That's just ridiculous. It's not going to happen. God is fair. He loves everybody. He wants to have a communication, a relationship with everybody. But for those who reject Jesus, which is the Son of God, the one who came to save us, the one who paid the price for your and my salvation, the Lord God is not going to be happy with them. Period. However, what happens if we go back to the example that I gave you of this guy, which is the head of this family that is a very good family and they have good businesses and all that, what if somebody coming from other town or other country or just descendants of other families in the neighborhood, in the city, in the community, they come and they start to work with him, for him, and they start to learn his ways. And then this guy is walking around his properties and, and then he observes that there are some that they were not part of his family, blood related, but then he sees them that they apply all the principles that he has practiced forever. He, he will be looking at them and he will say to the, probably the leader of all the employees, the manager, supervisor, uh, who are these guys? Who are these people? Ah, uh, you know, they came from such and such town or they are the children of such and such. Huh. Are they good? They are fantastic, sir. They are compliant. They, they act like, like you. <laughs> really? They believe pretty much what you believe and You know, they, they like to do things right. immediately this head of the family will find ways to promote those people and give them more things and opportunities to grow and prosper because they are, they think alike they operate pretty much following the same principles and that is exactly what happens with the Lord and people all over the world that they are in the Middle East, but not in Israel, that they are in Latin America and they are not Jews. They are in Asia or Europe or Africa, although they do not speak Hebrew. Do you understand? When all those people, they embrace the Lord Jesus, they embrace the the good news. The good Lord is gonna be happy and he is going to be, sending blessings and making opportunities, creating opportunities for those believers to prosper and be happy and enjoy life. And you know very well that in the scenario that I gave you with this head of the family, those in the family that now are in prison or jail for their wrongdoings, for not respecting the heads, the head of the family's values, principles and rules are going to be upset in prison. Or even if they are not in prison, if they they are not in jail, they will be disappointed and jealous because there are others that they are not even part of the family, but they are being blessed. And they can see that the head of the family loves to hang out with them. The same thing happens with the Jewish family Israelites that still today reject the Lord Jesus. They are unhappy. And they don't get it. Because they think something is wrong in this picture because we descendants of Abraham should be the ones with the blessings. Not they, not those people. So today we all have the same opportunity, whether Israelite or not, descendant directly from Abraham or not, we all have the same opportunity to embrace the good news. Receiving the love of God, because that is his desire from yesterday, today and forever to love us, to love you, to have a relationship with you and today is possible through the Holy Spirit of God that today is touching your heart. The Holy Spirit is knocking at the door of your heart and is asking you, "Will you allow me to come in? I would like to come inside of you and dwell with you and have the friendship because I want us to be best friends. Now, remember that I told you there are many things the Lord God wants to be for you. He wants you and him to be best friends, but that's not all. The first thing he wants is to be your savior, your redeemer. And that will happen only if you repent. He is loving you. He is sharing right now, pouring down into your heart, his love and you have the opportunity to embrace that love or reject it if you're smart you will embrace god's love If you are smart you know in that city the head of the family this guy has resources he is a pretty much the owner of most of the things there it's convenient for you he has connections he can open doors for you he can put you in contact with other people, you want His approval, if you are smart, and you realize that the Lord God is the ruler of the universe, the owner of everything that we see, the galaxies, the earth, everything is ruled by Him. If you are smart, you are not going to reject His love. Only a fool will reject God's love or maybe someone that is very angry for something that happened in the past and is blaming God today for this particular situation. So it's up to you. You remember that I told you at the beginning that sometimes you see kids that are kind of mean. There is something that happened that makes them react that way. If you are that mean kid, if you are still mad at God for something This is the time for you to come clean, make peace with God, be smart. He rules, bow down before him, accept that you are wrong and just say, Lord, I was very angry and I blame you, but I want to just leave this behind. Forgive me, I was mad at you. And I don't want revenge towards A, B, or C person. I want to forget all charges. I want to have peace with you. When you let that in the past and just say, I don't care anymore for what they did to me or said to me or to my family or to my loved ones, I forgive them. That's the key word, my friend, forgiveness. Because after all, Christianity is based on that. The forgiveness that you receive from God Embrace His love. And by faith, in the name of Jesus, I impart today to you the forgiveness of your sins. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, receive the forgiveness of your sins. You are blessed. Be happy. Enjoy your new relationship with the good Lord. And I hope to see you here next time.